Okay, hello everybody. This is Monty Moran. I am a Young Living Silver. I'm taking over Jen's Monday night calls every first Monday of the month. And Heidi, I'm going to ask you to do me one favor because I can't find this. I don't know where it went. Okay. Uh, see if you can dig up the promos for June. Uh, okay. Just a second. So while Heidi's doing that, um, <clears throat> I'm going to start off with saying this. Uh, Jen and a few other speakers are actually going to do an event at convention. This is going to be on. Let me pull it up. It's going to be on Eventbrite. Actually, it's already launched. She has 100 tickets available, and I know that she's already got 70 some sold in two days. So, if you guys are looking for uh, what that is, here's the quick, easy URL to find it on Eventbrite. It is. DiamondFactorySuperstar.com. <laughs> so it's pretty simple. It's easy to find. Uh, what is this all about? So this is about um, things with the Diamond Factory as far as uh, you know how the Diamond Factory system works. We're also going to have uh, the gal who actually helps us with Diamond Factory. She has trained with Tony Robbins, and she's going to do a lot of uh, Tony Robbins uh, presentation type stuff. Should be super awesome because she's very energetic. It's uh, Jen Ashby. Very energetic, and if you know anything about Tony Robbins, there's always like gems you could you could take out of that. And then also we're gonna have Tom Challen, who's uh, one of our business coaches. Uh, he's gonna talk. He's he's a master recruiter. This guy can um, he could build a business in in no time straight. And then also with that is I'm just gonna give you the information on this quick. It came out in the email, but I was gonna read it out now. So it's Tuesday, June 21st. We're going to do it for four hours, from 2 to 6. It's at the Royal Garden Inn in Salt Lake City. So that's about five blocks away from the Salt Palace. And it's 29 bucks, so we made it, like, really cheap. Basically, we are just trying to cover the cost of the room. And, um, again, the link is to Eventbrite. It's diamondfactorysuperstar.com. We only have uh, room for 100, and we already have 70 sold in the last two days since Jen uh, opened it up. So if you want on this and you're going to convention – and you want to see Jen Ashby talk, and you want to see Tom Shallon talk, and you want to see Jen talk, uh, this would be a super awesome event to go to. And, Heidi, do you have the promos? I do. Okay, so this is your chance to, like, save my butt, because I'm like, where, <laughs> where are they? I had them saved, and then I you know, don't know where they went. And I'm always like, oh, I know what the oils are, but all right, I have it in front of me. So at uh, 190 PV, um, you receive a 15 ml bottle of Abundance and a 5 ml bottle of Joy. Um, and if you're on Essential Rewards, then your Essential Rewards bonus is a 5 ml bottle of Aroma Ease. So nice. if you order, yeah, so if you order 250 PV, you get all of those things and 20 ER points. Um, if you're on ER, if your order is an ER order. And then at 300 PV, you get all of that plus a bottle of MindWise. And that's a 16-ounce bottle. This stuff is amazing. Can't say enough about it. Uh, that's I'm super just, awesome stuff. Yeah, MindWise yeah. is amazing. We always have something like that in stock. Uh, thank yeah. you so much, Heidi, because I was like, where where are the promos? Yeah, I'm sure when I send emails, even I'm like, well, it's not on this one. But, right. Uh, yeah. 
So I'm going to kind of dive into this with, um, you know, sometimes people have a hard time trying to figure out, um, you know, what do you say? Like when you talk to a person, what do you say or what do you talk about, especially if you're trying to start Young Living and you're like, I don't even know what to, to say because I, usually I tell people, you know, don't, don't be the peddler that's, you know, trying to pitch your stuff because nobody likes to be pitched. It's, people want to know you like you and trust you first. And right. I can give you an, a perfect example is me and Heidi talked on Friday when I was driving out to Fargo. And, you know, we didn't know what we were going to talk about. Sometimes this happens. Like, so what are we going to talk about? And so me and Heidi just started talking. And as she started talking, I'm like, okay, I got it. This is going to be perfect because we haven't talked about this yet in the call. And so on the call is Heidi Hoven. And uh, I got to admit, Heidi, we had a hard time because, you know, we're used to Facebook names being the full name. <laughs> so we thought, I'm like, wait a minute. This, this, okay, right. we better double check on this one. So she yep. did research. But, I kept uh, you hopping. Yeah, you did. It was it's fun. That was a, a late night call last night too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the call, Heidi. Heidi's a platinum. She's in uh, Texas, right in the middle of like all the action in Texas, actually. That's right. And yep. So when we first started, let's just give me a back your background as far as you know. When did you start Young Living and? Um, Talk about the kids first, I think, after that. Oh, okay. All right. So I started Young Living um, February 2013. So it's been just over four years. In fact, it was so funny because my daughter was just asking me yesterday, Mommy, when did you start? And she's really exact. So I had to tell her the date that I got my kit. Um, but we were living in Alaska. My husband is military. And um, I got my kit there. We lived in Alaska for a about well that year and then we moved at the end of 2013 um i had just hit silver and we moved to south carolina um and then fast forward a year and a half and we moved uh june 2015 to texas so we're here now and guess what we're actually moving in another few months so (laughs) welcome to our life yeah, you know, so sometimes when people are listening, they're going, I don't even know how to start because, you know, I don't know who to talk to, whatever. Even though I've been in my, my the same town for 20, 30, 40 years. Right. Um, you have a totally different story where not only do you have two little kids, I mean, that's that's a handful in itself. And that's easy. That's an easy way for people to go, well, I can't do it because I have these kids and blah, blah, blah. But on top of that, you're moving like every three years. Yes. And it's yeah, not like you're fact, moving across town. You're moving across country, and now you're moving overseas. Yeah, we're moving overseas now. We've done, we've done one overseas move. Technically, Alaska is an overseas assignment, and we'll do one more. And, yeah, I forgot to mention, I'm sorry, my kids. So when I started Young Living, my son John was three, almost four, and then my daughter Shanna was, how old was she, seven, um, and we homeschool, which adds another layer of complexity to everything because obviously, you know, one of the things that I do at home is help my kids with their education, and um, that's a major priority for us. So, um, but yeah, you know, I started using my oils, and I actually told my sponsor, it's really funny to hear her perspective just because I was like, I didn't realize I was this much of a jerk when I signed up, but I was like, I don't want to do the business. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Don't even talk to me about it. I don't even want to be on. I don't even want to get emails from Young Living. And so she was like, How many okay. times have we all heard that, right? Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, never say never. Never, never. <laughs> it was about two weeks later. I um, drank my Ningxia Red packets and decided I had to get more of whatever that was. Um, so I put myself on essential rewards within that first month, signed up my first person about a week later, and then the rest, I guess, might be history. Um, but we kind of just took off like wildfire. That's so that's awesome. kind of a nutshell. Um, yeah, I, I mean, too- you're a busy person on top of that. I mean, one, being a military wife, two, moving all over the place, three, having little kids, four, homeschooling, like as right. if you're not busy enough, and then you're doing a home-based business. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I think one of the things that we talked about um, we talked last week was the fact that if I were going to do a home-based business, this is probably the best well, it is hands down the best one. There's not a probability about it. I think one of the things that I love is that, um, yeah, I don't have to book shows to make money. And a lot of the other opportunities, a lot of my friends, when you get in the military, you, um, for one thing, all the salaries are published on the Internet. You can go figure out how much my husband makes if you really dug um, and that's pretty much the case with everyone in the military. And so um, we're on fixed in- income, and a lot of lot of wives have gigs, so to speak. Everyone sells something. Um, people who are not doing direct sales usually have a blog or they have a ministry that they're writing books out of. You know, it's interesting. But I love the fact that even when I travel, you know, I'm still making money when I'm packing my house out and, you know, flying across the country, trying to pick up my car from, you know, the the shipping station, because um, they actually have to ship the vehicles when you go overseas. Um, and I'm still, you know, earning a young living check, even when I'm doing all that stuff and setting up my house and meeting my neighbors. And, you know, so from that standpoint, you know, we all know the products are amazing. And, but the fact that I don't, you know, I have people ordering anyway. Of course, I want to have gatherings because gatherings are great to get people together and people tend to sign up. But even when I'm not able to do that, people are still ordering because they've tried the products and they have um, an experience like mine where it's just like, I don't know what that is, but I have to have more of it. And they just go and place orders. So from that standpoint, I think it's pretty, pretty phenomenal opportunity. And then you have the income disclosure statement on top of that where the efforts are multiplied, you know, in in a day, I can earn, you know, the same amount as someone who, um, you know, just kind of minding my own business, taking care of my kids, talking with my friends, doing my normal life, earn the same as I would if I were doing a party, so to speak. Um, And that happens every day. So um, it's that part of it's great. Residual income is a beautiful thing. We, uh, me and Jen did a, a, a wedding expo, I don't know, three years ago, I think it was. And the way I do expos is I don't sit behind the booth. I, I just, I, I can't do it. I mean, I'll do it, right. but it, it's hard for me. I'm usually mm-hmm. the person going around to all the other vendors because usually that's where I get the best results. And anyway, uh, I ran into a, a lady that did uh, wine as a home-based business and another lady who did Dove chocolate. And I thought, this would be a great party like we could do oils chocolate and wine <laughs> it's like super awesome so you know i got them together and said you know what do you guys think about this And they said oh that'd be awesome and then about a week before 
the wine lady flaked out and then all the other wine people flaked out. So uh, we did oh. the wine. Everybody brought their own beverages. But uh, the chocolate lady is there, and she, after the party, she, um, we kind of got together and just said, you know, so how'd it go? And she said, oh, it went pretty good. And we started talking, and she talked about And she was, well, she still is. She's in her 60s, like probably late 60s now. And she said she does about five parties a week, and that's her retirement plan. That's how she does her income. Uh-huh. And if she doesn't do a party, she doesn't make any money. So she's in the right. direct sales side where, you know, she's got to have the supplies or she's got to have uh, people put in orders, and then she she does it and then delivers the orders to people. And when we told her that, you know, we'll have people sign up, and they'll ask us, and she'll ask us, you know, so how much do you make? We say, we don't know. Because if someone did a starter kit for 160, 170 bucks, that's not the end of it. Because the way that we do this is, you know, they have an account and they can go in and order whatever they want, whenever they want. And you know, in the course of a year, it could be way more than 170 bucks. It could be a thousand bucks. Right. So she just, she, her jaw dropped, and she's like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, I had no clue that that was even an option." Yeah, and me and Janice looked at right. each other like, yeah, residual income is so amazing. Yeah. and But to get to that point, Heidi, how do you, like, so how do you do this? When you're moving around state to state, country to country, you know, region to region, how do you, how do you pick up and start over again? Uh, well, you know, um, you just realize, I mean, it's, it's interesting because our lifestyle, we know, we have cycles, we are going to move somewhere, we're going to live there for a while, and then we're going to have to pack up, pack up and move. And we most of the time know when we're supposed to be leaving. And, of course, there are changes and extensions and, you know, shortenings and things like that. But for the most part, I, you know, I moved here knowing when I was going to move away from here. So you go in with this finite sense of time and this awareness that, you know, that the um, impact you're going to make needs to be the right one, you know, initially, and that you really need to be consistent. You know, it's a, I think that's where personal development comes in because I walk into my situations um, wanting to be of value to other people, wanting to serve other people. Um, you know, people are, people are, you know, narrow-minded and selfish. We did, that's just our human nature. I mean, all of us are, myself included, and the best person on the planet is like we just tend to look at life that way. And people, if they see that you are um, kind and resourceful and willing to help out and willing to, you know, extend, um, you know, your home to people, have them over, um, be someone they look up to and respect, and someone that they um, they really do come to value, then they really are impressed by you, so to speak. So I think living a life in, of integrity is at the bottom of it. You know, being um, being someone that people can trust and they can tell. So I don't ever go into a situation or a new assignment wondering, well, who can sign up under me? It's not about me. It's really about serving other people and recognizing that I have something to offer. And, you know, it's not just the oils, but it's also you as an individual because, at this point, why are they going to why are they going to want to sign up with you and your team? Why not someone else's? Their sisters or their moms or their neighbors or whatever? Why your team? And so, um, 
I usually go in with eyes, you know, looking at myself, trying to improve myself, but then also looking for needs that people have and trying to address what those might be, whether they're, you know, um, whether they're, you know, wellness related or whether it's someone who really desires a purpose or someone who needs, you know, the financial aspect or, you know, I've got a girl here who has just got a real gift for sharing with people, no matter what it is. And I've watched her do it. And we've had some conversations. She's signed up in my downline at this point and, you know, really working with her, grooming her. Um, but I don't know if I answered that question sufficiently for me. I walk in um, wanting to maximize every minute because I know like at this point I have maybe, maybe a little over six months while I'm here. So I've got six months to share with people, educate them a little bit more and develop a team before I have to move. And this time I'm moving overseas. So it's not like I can go just see them when I move. Uh, We will obviously talk and social media is awesome, but um, I hope that answers your question. It's kind of a, that's a big, big question and a fairly complicated answer. It is huge. Um, well, I'll, I'll loop around to that. So that's another good point is, all right, so when you move around, how so you use social media to keep in touch with your your team? Largely, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I um, mentioned the places that we have lived so far. And keep in mind, you know, we usually network within our our sphere of influence, and mine is obviously the military. And so I have friends from the military that I met in Alaska. Well, they didn't all move to South Carolina and then move to Texas like me. They all moved to various places. So I have, um, since I've left Alaska, I have had team members to move to Hawaii. I had someone move to North Dakota. I have one in England. I have some in Germany. I have some in Italy, Florida, um, you know, you name it, Missouri, California. And those are people that I knew in Alaska that now have basically cross-pollinated so um, the only way for us really to communicate is to either make a phone call which we do a lot or to just jump on Facebook you know messenger which I know a lot of us are probably using to talk to our teams so yeah I um, most of my team I probably have uh, two to three percent of my team is right here where I live and ironically, a lot of those were already signed up before I moved to the area by wow. other people on my team, So, which is also also a really cool benefit of network marketing and young living is, you know, having team members who are, you know, part of your team who are also doing this with you. I was envisioning, you know, military-wise bouncing around all over the place, and I, I was thinking about bees, you know, just yep. humming around. And then you said cross-pollinating, I'm like... <laughs> That's a perfect word. That's it awesome. It is so true. <laughs> uh, all right, so now looping back to – oh, hey, other question is, so do you do uh-huh. Skype or do you do any other, like, video conferencing stuff? Or is it yeah, so we we've um, we primarily do Zoom at this point. Um, I Skype usually when it's myself and someone else. We do free conference call. Um, I do a lot of Facebook Live videos now. Um, but primarily, if we're going to conference, we'll use Zoom. Okay. And I really like that. We haven't done that one yet. It's, it's awesome list. to see people. Yeah. The, yeah, there's quite a bit of those um, little video conferencing things, too. They're, like, so awesome. Yeah. Um, 
so looping back to all right, so when you move to a new place, are you basically working like within the, the military network? Or are you also out in the community? Um, a little bit of both. Um, it really, I think, you know, our our natural. I, I think the great thing about moving is that your war market changes. Um, so, like, I usually have the ability to work within um, my natural war market, which is, you know, usually the military. My husband's a chaplain, so a lot of times it's chaplain ministries and very various church things, homeschooling families, things like that. So um, we have the ability, and, you know, primarily since most of my life and activities revolve around my family, what they're doing, usually it's people that I meet through things that our family is doing. So, um it's it's like morphing your war market. Sure. But you know, I I mean they're they're not warm when I move here though. You know, most of the people now I'm we're we've been a part of the military long enough that we have been and will be like I've got some friends who just moved to Europe that we'll be able to be stationed with and those are like very, very dear friends of mine. Um but most of the people that I met here actually met here. No, I can't not right now, Bubba. I'll have to talk to you in a little bit or you'll need to talk to Daddy. Sorry. That was part of the blessing of working at home is I get to see my kids. Um, but uh, so this market in particular um, were all new friends. I don't think I had anyone that I knew at least well at all um, before I moved here. So everyone has been a new friend. And so I've had to jump in and make friends, which, you know, in the military, if you have friends or family who are military, you probably heard them say, that they that's just what we do. We have learned how to do that because we already had to do that to survive. Um, and so we've kind of developed that skill already. Um, but we had to jump in, like you said, make um, friends, win people's trust, and then earn their respect. And, um, you know, that all has to happen within a finite amount of time. But I will caveat that by saying that's not something I'm in charge of. Like, that very much is, you know, like picture relationships like a big dance, like a high school dance, you know, very awkward sometimes and jerky and confusing. Um, but at the same time, like if you let it happen, it actually happens really well. And so it's like learning to do that, learning to dance well. You just have to let it, let relationships happen on their own time Everyone is different. Everyone has a different style. They have a different speed. And you really have to be a studier of people and understand and learn how they work and then try to operate in a way that they really do know that you're there to help them. I mean, one of the greatest things about Young Living is that I don't do what I do to make a check. I do what I do because I love the products and I love people and I think they ought to get together. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much it. So, um, you know, we're not trying to make a quick buck, you know, or, you know, trying to get someone signed up. It's about helping people. And if people know that that's what you're doing, then they're attracted to that. They understand that you're not in it for you. You're in it to help them. And they're much more receptive to that. So do you ever get to the point where, um, especially like in the military, that the other military wives will actually come to you hearing that you're the one with the, doing the oils? Yes, I had that happen about a week and a half ago. I had a lady that just came right up to me 
Um, if you're familiar with the military at all, they have these things called coffees, which are basically social gatherings for the for the usually the wives. Um, and I had a woman come up to me and she said, I understand that you are the person to talk to about essential oils. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you know. And so she came over like a few days later. I did the whole like, would you like to come over, you know, this day or this day? And we set a play date and she has kids and they are about the same age as mine. And they came over and played with my kids and she sat down with me and we talked and she left. I have kits on hand and she took a kit home. And signed up that day. So I ha- I am having that happen. And that's really great, too. Yeah, you know, and the only way that happens, because I've done that, too, and I've done, um, like, B&I stuff, is, like you said right away was, you know, you just go out and you make friends. You know, you, you get people to yeah. know you, and then they get, you know, then they get to like you, and then they then they trust and, and respect you. And then they kind of, like, fall in love with you. The next thing you know, they're your best advocates, and they're telling somebody else, "Hey, you need to talk to Heidi because she's got, she's got something that you probably really would want to, to start using." Yes, it's really, really surprising. Yeah, I think you know, we underestimate um, our the impact of our connections with other people, and you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the fact that like how I operate with people ought to be, you know, irrespective of whether or not I think they're going to talk about me later. It ought to always be above board, full of integrity, kind, looking out for other people. Um, But it does have this ripple effect where when you do that, people will, they will refer you. And um, it's really fun and cool when it happens. Um, And, you know, it's, I love to share with my team because it just is really encouraging. And some of, so many of them are, military wives and we share stories and they're amazing as well. I mean, I have to give a shout out to my team because I learn a lot by watching them too, because they're moving at the same time I am. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the only one in my team that's moving. I have quite a few business builders who do this with me. And so big shout out to them because they're, you know, leading the way and I learn a lot by watching them too. But um, it is really affirming that you're doing something right when people do come up to you and say, hey, I want to get together with you and learn more about these oils. And it actually does happen more frequently than that. Like I had another woman who um, did the same thing, and that was about that was a couple weeks ago as well. We just haven't connected yet. She's got five kids and she homeschools. It's a little hard to get the calendar together, but we are working on it. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, and, and I've, I've had to stretch myself too to really – um, get out there and support people. I mean, I'm I'm not. I love my kids, but I'm not. Um, like, if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't probably be a kid lover. If that makes sense. Like, <laughs> I don't mean to say that. My my gifts are another. I mean, I'm a CEO of a company. I love the business aspect. I love the finance part. I love the strategic aspect. I you know, when I watch someone else's kids it truly is a service <laughs> like it's, it's not something I'm just going to offer to do um, but I have really tried to do that lately because I've had people in my community who have really needed it and as you know as a result you know, they have come to trust me and they've asked me for various things they have asked me for oils you know and again it's them asking um, I don't have to do a whole lot of talking these days. I have put oils on their kids, and I did let them know, hey, and yeah, you know, she, this one woman in particular, she knew I did oils, so I just 
you know, um, messaged her at one point and said, well, listen, I'm going to put diegize on your kid's belly. And she's like, that's fine. You know, so, um, you know, I've done that and, you know, they'll go home and the kids have talked about it and she's bought oils and she's going to be doing a class, you know. So um, it's reaching out and finding ways to be supportive of other people and being of service and being a value. Like I've, I really firmly believe that I am here to serve and I want my life to be about that. And I think people are able to recognize that and see that. And I think, you know, in our life being military, like my husband has a date on his orders here. We, ha- we, it's finite. And so I know I have a limited amount of time to make an impact. And my desire is to make sure that the legacy is left by the time I leave here. And, you know, I would think that would be, you know, to people who maybe if you don't have an end date on where you're living, you know, maybe just kind of entertain the idea of putting one out there and, and, you know, don't try to go, Oh, well, you know, this is just fabricated. Um, I'm not really going to move, but act, but learn to act like you are because you never know when you might move, you know, the only thing that difference between us and other people is that we know when we're moving. Good point. You know, another good point too is, is um, ask permission before going around anointing people. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's really <laughs> critical. Really you... nilly going, well, it's good for everybody. You know, yeah. Ask, right. <laughs> ask exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, this is something that you've ever tried before. Would you like to try it? Is this something that I can put on your child? You know, and and I have um, I have found for the most part that people are like, sure, you know, please do. And um, when I do, I try to educate. Like, well, we like to put it on the feet, and here's why, and here's where I put it. Um, and they find that they've gotten not only you know felt how great the oils are, but they've also gotten some education, and that's valuable. You know, no, no matter what they do with the oils, that's at least I'm educating people. And true, because one of the best consumers is an educated consumer. Right. Totally. Right. Um, okay, so let's talk about your team. So, how much do you manage your team leaders? Um. Oh, my team leaders are awesome. Uh, I have some very self-sufficient team leaders, people that I often don't hear from. I'll often just kind of say hey, just thinking about you. And they're like, okay, hi. You know, they're just like off and running. Um, And I am really, really trying to balance both spending time with my team and, um, like I said, spending time with the new developing local team. Um, It's really hard to quantify because as a homeschooling mom, I think my work is like five minutes here and two hours later it might be 20 minutes there. Um, it is, it's kind of, mm, it's hard to quantify. Um, but what I've tried to do is I've tried to make myself available to my team. So if they need, if they need stuff, they know where to find me. Um, so a lot of it is maybe driven by my team. And then, you know, we have started to do a lot of Zoom calls. Like I'm doing rank oriented Zoom calls. Tomorrow I have two Zooms. Um, one in the morning and one in the evening, and it's really because of um, where my people are because um, I have a lot of East Coast people. I have a lot of people in California and Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> so I have one in the evening and I have the one in the morning for the East Coast people. Um, so, uh, And we're doing another Zoom next week for the Senior Stars 
um, and, and then we're doing one in preparation for convention. I want to uh, haven't put it on the calendar yet, but my plan is to do it on the 16th. But uh, so I do try to get my team together since we can't get together locally. Um, I'm finding that really like um, my team is really benefiting from and enjoying the cross-line support that they're developing, um, not just within my team, but also within my sponsor's team. She's a diamond and she also is military, obviously, and, you know, her team is spread out as well and there's a lot of overlap. She's got people outside my line that happen to be in the same place as the people in my line. So we're really, really working to connect our team together. And I think that's what we're doing right now is just kind of strengthening those bonds. You know, that's a big deal because, you know, some people would would think that's, you know, cross-line would be competition when really if if you would get over that ego issue, it's actually, it's supplemental. I mean, it's, it's like a rising tide lifts all ships. Yep, and so, exactly. You know, so if you guys, obviously we do it. I mean, with Monday Night Calls, I mean, how many people do we reach out to right. that we don't know who they're with? But we're always, like, collaborating with, you know, so, you know, how do you guys do this? I'm picking your brain saying, asking, you know, so how do you do this? So now when you're connecting with your team, so you kind of set it up as, um, all right, so this Zoom is going to be uh, senior stars, and then, you know, this Zoom is going to be East Coast, this Zoom is going to be West Coast, um, you know, and then my other leaders, executive silvers on up. We have that kind of, that call, right. that kind of how you set it up? Uh, Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we are really just kind of getting our Zooms going, so we're still trying to figure out what works the best. But the, in June, that's what we're doing. <laughs> So it might be it might be different in July, but um, at least for this month, that's what we're going to do. Um, is we are breaking it apart by rank. We find there's rank specific issues, and um, I mean I'm doing with um, my team what you guys are doing with your Monday night calls, inviting various people from all over you know Team Young Living to speak with my team. Like we have a very, very, very gracious you know, cross-line support. And I think that's one of the things that differentiate, differentiates Young Living. I mean, one of the things we have to remember, especially for those of us who may know there are other people in other lines in our area, is that we need to be about Team Young Living. Like, not no matter what they do, I encourage my team, you know, no matter what response you get, we all need to be pro-Young Living and less competitive. It's not... It's not a matter of whether people end up with my team or someone else's team. It's a matter of do they get Young Living oils. Like that's what really counts. And so um, my objective with all of this is kind of just to continue to promote the team Young Living rather than this team or that team. Um, and, you know, there's so much, I like we said earlier, cross-pollination, so many various, there are so many different ways of doing this business that like every time you talk to someone you get some awesome idea that you know you have to write them down because there are too many of them they're just great some of them you adopt some of them then maybe you just go tuck back there for someone else on your team that might need it but there's so many so many great ideas which can keep us all motivated in the right direction Um, and I think you know like this weekend this Saturday for example there's a woman who is not in my line, she's cross-line to me, 
we are doing a make and take together at my house because it was better for us to work together than it was for us to go, well, sign up with my team, no, sign up with my team. For one thing, how how good does that look to people? You know, if right. you're possessive or territorial, a lot of people just don't want that at all. And they just won't sign up at all. Yeah, it's a turn off. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, even so, if, uh, see, like if we did an expo booth and we had, well, let's just say this. So if we were with Crossline or even like our own team members, I pretty much break it down like this. All right, so if we did, if somebody did a booth by themselves and they got overwhelmed, they would probably lose three quarters of the people that showed up because it just it takes a lot of time to like get somebody enrolled if you're going to do it on the spot. But if you have a booth full of people, then everybody can get, you know, customer service basically, and then nobody gets turned away. So, you know, nobody's yeah. losing anything. It's it's people are just picking up the loose ends, really. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I think. You you may want to ask like you know who have you talked to anyone about Young Living before, um, and that's only fair. But I think when we can exemplify to people that we really are a team trying to reach the world. I mean Gary Young's mission is to bring essential oils into every home in the world, um, but we're not going to do a very good job of that if we're you know kind of fighting over people and things like that. And you really learn that when you move around a lot because. You know, I got here, and my first thought was, I, everyone I met when I first got here was already using Young Living. So, of course, like, I had a choice. I could either go, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to sign anyone up here, which I think a lot of people do, and it's a shame. Um, or I could do what I decided to do and say, well, I'm sure that there are still people people here in this area that haven't signed up with Young Living yet, and you know what? There were there were there were a lot of people who were not signed up with Young Living, and um, but I think if I had said, oh well, everyone I've talked to has already signed up, then I would not have been looking for people. I would have not been looking for ways to help. I would have not been looking for ways to be of value to people, and I would not have been able to grow my team, you know, including being making sure that these people were well taken care of and educated. And um, a lot of it, too, is in our mindset. And so, you know, I think we also need to look at our mindsets, whether you've been living somewhere forever or not. Um, I think that's just a – I think that, again, is a human condition we all have to work with. You know, the other angle that you talked about that I I need to bring up is, okay, so you do the military wives coffee thing and – you know, you do that network and then, you know, through the ministries and stuff like that. But also, you also connect people with, because sometimes people like to, when you, when somebody joins somebody, you're basically, you're joining their family, their young living family. Uh-huh. And you have a different angle that I haven't heard about yet until this weekend, and that's with the philanthropy side. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what Monty and I were talking about was, um, and I think this is the key with anyone, as we learn to connect with our friends, you know, there are various ways that we can do it. And a lot of us do um, classes. We have one-on-one classes. We have make and takes. We have raindrop classes. We have healing wells of the Bible, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and I found people were kind of, oh, ho-hum, oh, I'm busy, you know, that kind of thing. And that happens. That is something we do. I still 
do one-on-ones, you know, one-on-ones and one-oh-ones regularly. But what I, what I was telling him was, and just trying to figure out how to connect with people, um, I was struck, invited, I forget exactly what happened, but something about Soul Hope came across my Facebook feed. And I thought, you know, I wonder, we really probably need to get something going here to help out with this Soul Hope mission and getting the shoes on the kids in Uganda. And I just put it on my Facebook wall, you know, hey, just thinking about getting together a bunch of people um, to make, um, you know, uh, to cut out shoes for kids. These kids deal with these horrible things called jiggers. And just by making shoes, you can save them and give them a better life. And I had like 30 people comment on my Facebook wall, make sure I'm invited. I want to go. I'm going to climb over myself to be there, you know, that kind of thing. And I was just shocked. But I think, you know, when you look at, when you look at it, so um, we have a lot of people around here. You know, my husband is a chaplain. So we have a lot of people in that mindset who want to serve as well. And so um, actually this Thursday, we're doing a Soul Hope shoe cutting party at my house. It is not a young living thing, but since I run my diffuser every day, I'm going to have my diffuser going and I will have Ningxia for people to drink and oils out for them to put in water and stuff like that. And if the conversation turns to oils, awesome. Um, if we just cut shoes, that'll be fabulous because we'll get that many more shoes to still hope. Um, but I really found out what connected with my friends here is really the servanthood aspect. And so that's something that I'm trying to remember as we go forward. And actually, um, last night I did another thing. It's almost like, you know, taking a marble and skipping it across the water and seeing how far it'll go. It's kind of like that. I did that again last night. I did a raindrop on my husband. And I, I said, you know, I did a full raindrop on my husband, you know, and I really would love to do some of those for people in the area. And again, I had like 30 people come. I want you. Last I checked, I see there were 50 comments. And of course, some of those were responses and conversations and things. But a lot of people were really all about that. And so they were wanting to serve and be served. And so, you know, that will be the way that I will march through connecting with people in the area. And if our conversation turns to oils, which it always does, (laughs) that'll be great. And whatever they decide to do, as you know, is awesome. And I'll, you know, help them get signed up and everything. Um, Or if I just get to share the oils with them and they just get to be a bystander and watch the process, then that's okay too. You are sharing and that's what's important. Yeah. Like I've never, never heard of anybody doing that. I'm like, we definitely have to talk about this because it makes so much sense. You know, and sometimes we forget about, you know, all the stuff the Young Living does on the uh, philanthropic side. It's like, Right, yeah, like the foundation, Ecuador, Nepal. I mean, there are so many different ways um, people can do things. People are going to Uganda soon, and so there's fundraisers for that trip and things like that. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, I had one more question. I've been flipping around. Okay, so when you – okay. Here's my question, and this is like this is like a personal development question. Is all right, Heidi. So you have <laughs> you have little kids, the whole military aspect, and you know now you're doing the philanthropy side, and you're doing Young Living 
How do you stay focused? Um, I have a goal, and I know what that goal is, and I keep thinking about it, um, and it keeps me going. And um, that's the big thing. I mean, I think, you know, I want Young Living to be uh, the sole provider for my family. We have some other goals in our family, um, and my desire is to continue to free us up to do those things which really make our heart sing. And so that keeps me going. And I also have in, I have a team, like I said, my, a lot of my team is military as well. And um, I have had friends and have some more friends who are retiring this year. And um, I'll be, you know, I'm not going to go and in, get into a political discussion, but a lot of our retirees from the military have to get jobs after they retire. And that's pretty much the way the United States is at this point with, I think, any industry, is that most people after they retire are still going to have to work. And so my desire is to make that not have to be a reality for friends of mine um, who've already given so much. You know, really my desire is for them to have the freedom to stay home too and to be with their family, to spend time with the people they love and to be able to get, get to enjoy the hard work that they've done. So that keeps me focused. That's a good one. That's, yeah. Wow. Uh, so let's go back into, I'm, not, I'm trying to figure out like how I want to say this. So when you, so when you meet new people, how long does it take before you even talk about Young Living? Uh, it does depend. Um, I mean, I had people that I talked to about Young Living the day I got here. And um, I would say, though, if I had to average it out, probably two or three months. But you know what? I always have samples with me. I always have premium kit flyers. I always have business cards. I always have a date for my next class. Because you just, you know, you don't want to be caught unaware, like, it's like being caught with your pants down. Like, you don't want people that be asking you, well, can I come over and talk about the oils or do you have any I can try? Uh, um, yeah, I love these right. oils, but I don't have any with me. You know, like, yeah. how I, so, <laughs> so I have <laughs> my little, way, yeah. right? So, like, you're not going to do that. So I have my little um, vinyl panel, you know, the, the display totes that are, popular nowadays that are full with samples. I have thieves spray, I have the cinnamon lip balm and you know the thieves purifier. I'm getting the thieves purifier out for my kids and if people are getting their purifier out, they're like, hey, what's that? I'm like, well hey, try a little bit. You know, I put like a little dot on their hand. They're like, that's all I need. I'm like, yep. And they just rub it in, they smell it, they're like, that is awesome. And I'm like, I know, I love it. Um and so, you know, I don't ever try to push it out. But it, you find that it comes up if you think about it. You know, if you're looking for it, it comes up. Um, and so I just try to be ready. And I would say maybe on average two to four or five months. I mean, it will take your more reticent ones five months to start asking you. And I had some people, I ran a special in March. Um, I had some people that jumped on the special, but it opened the door for us to talk about oils with each other. Like it was what they needed to come out and ask me about them. So, I mean, just, you know, various things. It just, it kind of depends. 
Sorry, okay. that's not a very good answer. The reason why I ask <laughs> is, you know, sometimes people think that, you know, you need, you need, if you want somebody in your team, like, you need to get them right away. And uh, that's usually not the case. No. <laughs> I would say almost the opposite. Um, you know, I, um, I, we were talking the other day about the fact that, you know, you, um, you really, like you said, you said you want to, you want them to know you, like you and trust you and respect you. And, um, I think they can't do that when you try to grab them onto them and shove them in your team really fast. You know, you have to really develop a relationship with them and it comes back to, it always comes back to relationships and it's all about them trusting you. They're not going to join your team unless they trust you. And so it's not like she who dies with the biggest downline wins. Like that's not <laughs> that's not the goal here, you know. Um, and we all want to be world crown diamonds, but at the same time, like it's not a competition. It's not a race. Um, and I mean, I'll be honest. I had to learn that the hard way. I mean, I made that mistake when I got started, and I think that's something we all kind of go through sometimes. We realize that we're like really, really working hard. But if you're feeling like you're shoving people in your downline, then you might be needing to look at a relationship. You know, you might be wanting to look at how you're doing it. Because um, I want people to want to stay in my team. I've had too many, um, I call them one-kit wonders. I've had too many people get a kit and then drop off a downline viewer. And it, it drives me nuts. Like every 16th of every month, I'm just like, you know, here they go, you know. But, like, what can we do to make sure the people on our team are really, really want to be there, you know? So, like, my goal when people sign up is to make sure that they know what they can do with their oils and they find out what other great products there are and that they fall in love with the products and can try them. And, of course, fall in love with Essential Rewards because it's the best program on the planet if you're going to get products. Um, And keep buying them. You know, like, it's... Like if I have people that order every month that for whatever reason don't get an essential rewards and I'm just like, why you spent so much money? Um, but you know, the way you do that is by helping people learn that the way they can, you know, like that you're looking out for them. You want them to save money or you want them to be able to utilize their kit in the best way possible because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, We've had people who have sat back for two years and watched us. Yep. And then decided to join because, let's face it, there's other direct sales and network marketing people who, you know, if it doesn't work out in three to six months, they're on to the next thing. And so there are a lot of people who will sit back and watch and just see how consistent you are. Are you still doing it? Uh, you know, are you using yourself? You know, they, they watch. There's a lot of people who will just watch you and just make sure that, you're legit. Right? And, um, yeah. So there's not a lot of people who actually, I mean, yeah, there are, but then there's, I'd say the majority of people, like you said, it's going to be two to three months before, you know, that relationship is built and they're like, okay, I'm in, let's do it. Right. Right. They're not going to just join up with you and, you know, sign up. The yeah, others not going to meet you, you know, most people are not going to meet you one day, get a kit and be your best friend forever after that. You know, they, they have to get to know you. They have to understand you. Um, the people that I knew that talked about oils with me back in July when we moved here were people that I knew before I moved here. So we already had a relationship. Um, but it was, you know, two or three months of me just, you know, sharing and using my oils and, um, you know, passing sample. And I did pass out samples and stuff. 
Um, and people were really great and took them and things like that. And, but in the middle of all that, I was, you know, trying to make sure that oils were not the sum total of my relationships with people, you know, and, and for me, it's a big part of my life. And I think that's something we all have to watch is for us, young living is like a huge part of our lives, but for other people, it's not. And so we have to really be careful of that as we, you know, as we treat our friends, just understanding that they may not be where we are in the journey and that's okay. Cause like you said, they'll, they'll come around. And I've had people too that have been, you know, in my team for two and three years, I've had people watch me for two years and then come sign up. I've had people be in my team for two years and then decide to start signing people up, you know, so you kind of just also have to let people be where they're at and, you know, meet them where they're at and remember that, like, you know, I mean, if you if you think about business builders, like 92% of the people in Young Living never, ever enroll anyone else. And and that's okay. You know, we don't have to make everybody business builders. Um, the 8% no, are propagating Young Living really well. <laughs> yeah, we love customers. We love customers. Yeah, yeah, we need those customers. You know, that, that builds a foundation for your business. So. The backbone, yeah. Right. Okay, I think I've drilled you with a lot of questions, Heidi. Um, do you have anything else, like uh, anything you want to announce or any takeaways or anything like that? Uh, you know, I just I hope you guys are getting excited for convention. I can't believe it's like less than two weeks away, <laughs> and I'm so excited. Um, so it'll be a wonderful time. You know, don't forget to bring comfortable shoes and – just, you know, be ready to meet a bunch of people in Young Living. You know, what what no matter what team they're in, you can learn people you can learn something from everyone that you talk to. And so just be ready to share and be ready to learn. Be able to you know, be ready to and willing to ask questions of people and just gain, you know, what you're what you're meant to gain out of that time. It's a really it's a really powerful week. I agree, you know, and I've I've seen I've seen leaders do one of two things. I, I remember watching Adam Green when he was a silver, when he decided he wanted to, like, not be a silver anymore. He uh-huh. had his nose down in Salt Lake City, and he went to every workshop. He carried his little briefcase thing with him. His nose was down, and he was studying everything. And I didn't really see him socializing much at all. And then, you know, there's guys like Jeffrey Lewis that, you know, it's all about, you know, talking right. to everybody and, and making yeah. it a big social thing. Uh-huh. You know? So it's not right or wrong to do either one. It's tough to do both, I would, I'll admit. But um, Yeah, it's true. It's not right or wrong. Like you could go to convention and not attend anything and have the best time of your life because you're talking to everybody in the hallways. Right, right. And, you know, that's okay. Um, and actually that's what happened to me last year. It was quite unintentional. Um, but I actually did not make a single breakout session last year summer and a lot of it was because you know you get pulled aside you see someone's name tag and you recognize you're actually friends on Facebook or something you know and you're like I have to talk to you we're friends on Facebook um but I would say yes let let convention be for you what it's supposed to be and I I can't say what that is for you I do tell my team that it's a great combination of a family reunion a business meeting um a wellness shop a shopping spree for sure and the church camp at the same time like it's just the best I've never been anything I've never been to anything like it I've been to each one of those things 
but never together. And Young Living brings it all together. And so, yeah, just be ready. You know, just be ready. Bring your bring a, bring your nitro. You're gonna need it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no other than that, yeah, other than that, I think that's it. I'm just been thrilled to be on this call and um, been kind of fangirling a little bit because I've listened to y'all's calls for a couple of years. So it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm actually on one. Um, but it's a it's an honor to be on the call, and so thank you and thank Jen for getting the opportunity. You're very welcome. And then speaking of Jen, so she just texted me and said that it's 80% full now. They're like people are like jumping out. Wow. So I'm going to just announce this one more time because people are like, what? Because a lot of people will jump on like 20 minutes in the call just because life happens. But um, So we're holding an event at Salt Lake City during convention on Tuesday the 21st from 2 to 6, and it's at the Royal Garden Inn. To get tickets, we made it simple with Eventbrite. The website is diamondfactorysuperstar.com. And the gist of it is that we're going to have our business coach, Tom Challen, talk. Um, and he's, he'll talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of it's going to be you know, how to grow your business. He's got all kinds of different crazy ideas on how to do it, out-of-the-box ideas. Um, and then Jen Ashby, who helps us with uh, Diamond Factory System, she has trained with Tony Robbins, and so she'll – she does a phenomenal energetic talk about um, personal development. She she did a network marketing company years ago before she started this um, Tools Rock thing, and and so uh, she speaks from wisdom on top of that too, as as well as Tom. He's also mm-hmm. done other network marketing companies, and then of course Jen will talk about uh, the Diamond Factory system and all the ins and outs of that. And we've got so much stuff coming up that um, it's going to be. Super awesome, phenomenal. So, and if you can't find it, it'll be on the Diamond Factory. Well, it is on the Diamond Factory system on Facebook, that Facebook group. So I thought I'd throw it out there because I saw Jen's text and she was like, "We're like almost full." But the early bird registration is, if you register before the 12th of this month, it's 29, and then it goes up to uh, 45 after that. And I don't think we're, no one's going to pay 45 because I think most people will be it will be full by the 12th for sure. Mm-hmm. We might be full by tomorrow, honestly. Because <laughs> Jen just opened it up on Saturday, and it's already eighty percent full. So it's like way cool. Yeah, so we're excited. There's always awesome. stuff going on. So Heidi, I'm gonna open up the call and let everybody say goodnight to you. Hold on a second. Thank you very much. That was an awesome job. Thank you. Thank you. I really learned a lot. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you. Thanks, Heidi.